0: Right, Greg, Vorney has got this idea of a prank that he wants us to play on you, but what right does Atlantic Boy got coming to for the evening and being the guy who plays the prank? So we're going to turn it back on him, right? So this is what he wants to do. He wants me to tell you that he's not going to make it and pretend he's not going to make it and he wants you to be all kind of like gutted and like, oh no, it would be so much better with Vorney here. And then he wants to like record your reaction and then go, ah, he's actually come in. And then later on play that to you when we talk about Vaughn's previous prank cause on you, right? I see. So this is the plan, right? We'll just fake it now. I'll say, oh yeah, Vaughnie's not coming, And then instead of being like gutted, you just go, oh well, I didn't really think we needed him in the first place, to be honest. And then we'll play that to him instead later on. Does that sound <laughs> like a plan? <laughs> so we've got to go. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh. Right. <laughs> you sure, it's not too cruel. We we'll let we'll let We don't have to use it if we don't like it. Greg, we finished off our last episode talking about uh, some of your big contest wins and the fact that you had a particular willingness to, you know, go to the backhand when you you needed to. Um, And uh, to that end, I think it would be pretty remiss of us not to try and sort of start off this second episode um, with asking you for a bit of advice really on that because i think that that backhand you know the whack attack as it was known mm. is known
1: wick whack <laughs> <is a, laughs> you know it's a deadly weapon which
0: we wipe on, which we wipe. Um, and you know you're, you're a surfer who i've always considered to have the fundamentals down very tightly um, so what advice have you got for someone who sort of wants to put
1: it together well i with, I was fortunate. I had a point up the road, the, the right, okay. And then when I went travelling, I went to the, Durban all Anders, I went to. Uh, Tressels all rights. I went to, uh, the Gold Coast yeah. many many times all rights right. So I was going back and all the time right. Yeah. So for me. When I in my era, right, if it was if it was like three feet, the backhand surfer had the advantage anyway, because it's quite easy to scoop it up vert backhand, right? Mm. That was my ethos. It was vert on the backhand, and on the forehand, you'd have to hit it and just sort of get end up backwards and just slide it a bit, right? That was where we were at back then. If you could do that, you probably go through. Um, Now.
0: And what about the fundamentals then, right? You know, you, you, you
1: do a pretty good spiel on, on the fundamentals. Okay. What is good surfing to you? Well, look, let's have a look at it on paper, right? You, what, what, what have we got here? You You're standing on your board. You've got your rotation. You can twist. And the other thing you can do, you can go up and, up and down, right? You've got the, the compression and the elevation, right? And it's how you amalgamate those two aspects together of your body yeah. and where you put on that on the, where you put all of that on the wave is just dictates how you're going to surf right mm. you look at a surfer like rob or jack robinson or you look at toledo or joan Roux, right what they will do this is exactly what they will do i'll tell run you through it right they'll firstly identify the peak where they want to take off right and and they'll identify the, the tp or the the peak or the triangle section, and they'll take off, either deeper than it, to backdoor it, or they'll take off just underneath it, right? They'll, like, Joey, they'll glide into it, like you see, you hear Joe Trapel say it, He and he glides in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do glide hey, Do you know in. what? I thought I was next to him <laughs> <laughs> you won't. He won't say it as smoothly as I'd say. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, like, it's from Ke- like Joe Tappell from Kevin Glass. <laughs> 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 but, um, as they paddle in, you might see them quickly checking over their shoulders to just finalise the perfect takeoff right placement. Yeah. yeah, underneath that. They love their chest up, they will have their head up, right? They can see it, it's a better view. They will yeah. be scanning down the line. They will identify all the sections in the, of the wave as quick as they can Then work out, try and map it together, one extra paddle, and then uh, off it the, just to guarantee that you don't get hung up, right? And they scan down the line. Now, as they, they they'll pop up and land from, obviously, perfect perfect surfing position, right? Quite low they'll be. Then they will, on the forehand, they will put the trail in hand. They'll reach out with the trail in hand and scoop water back. And then, as Ask they... That's your bottom do, turn. As, as your bottom do, turn. Do,
0: is there a difference as
1: well during the pop-up between yeah. the hands? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You, 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 you've got a pop-up. When you pop-up, when a pro pops up, it doesn't, his hands aren't parallel to each other. Mm. One of them is two inches further forward than the other. Mm. It's on the deck of the board and it's quite close to the rails. But if you look at them very closely, they put one hand slightly further forward than the other to give each other, to give themselves more room to scoop their legs and bum under to, to yeah, get the pop yeah. quicker, right? Right, so the bottom turn, hand in the wave. hand in, On the forehand, the trailing arm... Trailing hand will go into the water, incidentally, on the back end the, the, leading, arm, the leading arm, right? Yeah. Okay. Then, it's to do then, then they'll be, they'll be, that'll be nice, they'll be compressed at that point. And then it's to do with, they, and the other thing I'd like to add as well, is they'll delay this bottom turn. They'll go as far down that wave as they possibly can. Mm. And that will give them more space and time. To get that board more vertical on the way back up, right? Then it's to do with the... After the bottom turn, it's to do with the, the rotation, right? You're going to twist your body, so you're aiming up, even though your legs are still aiming down, right? Then, immediately, then, if the bottom turn finishes, you, your body corrects itself for a split moment <laughs> before you get to the top of the wave. And it's time, then, to, to twist your body again. You rotate, you split your body in half. You're going to swing your trailing arm shoulder over Mm. to give you the strength to get back down low to recover you momentarily or you give the illusion you're getting momentarily out of control and then you regain control it's an illusion you're not really out of control but sometimes you are (laughs) (laughs) but um that's the, the the gist of it really but with the our bodies you you separate your body sort of at the waist right and it's you, you, your body doesn't like having the legs going one way, the lower half going one way, and the upper half going the other way. It doesn't like that. So during the body's well, co- correction, mine, of it,
0: mine doesn't nowadays in particular. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no. During the correction of your body, when your body straightens it out and gets it back to normal, that's where power is born. The torque, yeah, the torque, right. Yeah. And that's yeah. where spray is sent, yeah. and that's and done correctly in the right areas. That's where speed is built.
2: But but even when you you know you, I mean you've given a real thorough diagnosis there of you know the, mm. the, the, the the combination of literally from feet to bottom turn to you know the top turn Top turn and recovery. And when you look at the and you named a couple of the pros there, but if you look at even the difference of appro- different approaches by the top end pros from someone like Joanne Drew to Jack Robinson, both face different ways, of course. Mm. And then even mm. someone as you know, Italo compared to Owen Wright, yeah. very different techniques sure. even on the backhand, For even sure. though you know both extremely effective. And and in, to that sense, Greg, you know, you, you go into a lot of detail here and about the technique mm. of, of backhand surfing, and 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 you question whether people you know preferred a forehand or backhand you know yeah. in the early days of competition i think you know that i don't know there's any i think some surfers do have a preference others not depending on what, where they've grown up but is most of your analysis and most of your surfing throughout your your time being geared towards and going surfing i'm thinking of heats and strategy and winning the you know or it, is there times that you just go surfing and just go Um, and relax and go with it right? you know because there is an element of that that mm. is a technique in itself in terms
1: of just go with the flow and cruise man Yeah. yeah no if I'm brutally honest right when I went free surfing I would be thinking about a competition format, right? I'd yeah, be thinking yeah. about I, what I I knew you would. I knew <laughs> it.
2: Because <laughs> you can't help but you're thinking right,
1: make yeah. this one next way. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, I, I am I'm, I'm thinking what do the judges want to see, right? Yeah. And as it happens, I like doing that myself anyway. I yeah, love yeah. going for it and clipping it four times. That was where I, I was at. But right? even when it was pumping here, you know, I was six foot perfect tube, are you still thinking
2: if I make this now, that's a 3 points, and if I come up here, that's four. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I get this to the beach,
1: I'm on an eight-pointer. I would just try and get it <laughs> as clinical as I could. I was trying to be as clinical as I could with my surfing and yeah. I would try and do the turns as clean as I could and as big as I could. And I would try to do similar turns over and over to just push them a little bit better each time. But yes, I, in the back of my mind, I, I was always... The judging format back there and what I put, what I wanted to do on my own board we, it, it, we were in cohesion anyway, we were both singing off the same same hymn sheet. So,
2: just <laughs> I, I, just I, I just, as I say, I, I just knew you, you would say that, because competition surfers, I remember reading an article on somebody who was uh, a, a former professional surfer, I forget who it was, they lived in France, and he, and he wrote an article for one of the, I think it was Surf Europe, one of the magazines, he said, yeah, I like, took off this wave, and I went along and I did like four to the beach, and then I finished with a foam climb, and, and then a little reform section, boom, and in my mind, I was like, that's a 7.5, paddle straight back out. <laughs> yeah. And then he said to himself, you know what? Maybe I'd have more fun mm. if I just concentrated on the, f- the best part of the wave mm. and just surf that and just go, I'm fulfilled. I'm going to pull off and enjoy surfing more of the best parts of the waves mm. rather than thinking, I've got to make it to the beach. And- How often mm. do you do that yourself, Hervonnie? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and there no, in, le- that's the difference Flip When you sweats. see competitive surfers, yeah. you can see them in a lineup because they do those things. I
0: stayed, right, with a, a friend of mine at Laguna Beach a couple of years ago, right? Now, you boys will both remember Jeff Booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We went down to check the surf one morning, it was a bit small, and he said, oh, man, well, it's a little bit bigger here. He said, there's a right comes across the bay there. And he said, you remember Jeff Booth? I was like, yeah, he said, remember those 8.5s? He's out there doing them twenty times a day, right, yeah. <laughs> and he, he, you know a retired surfer apparently, and and that's literally how, the, how his surfing is described. He's out there at his home break doing his eight point fives. You just, just can't day. get rid of it. It's
2: it's inbred yeah. into you from at such a young age that that to you become surfing. Apart from, I and mean, that's why I question about what it's like when you're in good ways, because you know your mindset changes then to like. I just want to get as barreled as I can. And the mm. score sheet in your head mm. becomes irrelevant because you just, ultimately, you're just a surfer going mm. out to surf and enjoy the best. Oh, well, of let's yeah. go and
0: try and get a shot for a mag as well, though. That's a different type of surfing. isn't it? <laughs> you, you, you love surfing photographers. Yeah,
1: sure. But, I mean, look, in comps, you if you can get barreled, right, you're winning. It was either barrels or turns or is, if you could do them. <laughs> that's for Jeff Booth, right? That's for Jeff Booth, right? Yeah. He was very strategical and very analytical, right? But all he also did say was when it was flat at the OP Pro in Huntington Beach, right? And they had like a flipping speedboat going back and forth to cr- try and create ways for the surface. He turned around to the camera and said, There's more swell in my underpants. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was when he was a good looking fella in his time as well, Jeff Booth.
2: But, great. <laughs> One thing that, you know, going back to that for a second in terms of competitively you know I, it's really interesting and I don't think a lot of people realise that even in those early years for you uh, I know from my own personal experience that the amount of training that you would have done not just in the sea but outside of the sea and mm. you know we, we joked in episode mm. one about you know the lettuce sandwich thing that <laughs> you know I would perhaps come on to yeah, that I know it's, it, it's fair to say but I listen to modern day pros you know, so, you know that talk about surfing and they say I'm training and Mm. I'm like well like and they refer to surfing as training I never saw that art of going surfing as training but did you see it as training because I know as well in our time that the art of a good night out was
1: also really important as well (laughs) 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 no going surfing was going surfing but they were in my mind there was I did train but training wasn't going surfing, going surfing, going surfing. I used to do, like... Well, you do mock
2: heats, so though?
1: Yes, true, true, true. But again, I used to enjoy doing that. That was, I suppose you could call it training, mm-hmm. but for me, I was just fun anyway. Practicing. There was land simulation drills I used to do, and plyometrics and ground exercises and swimming. Yeah. And, uh, and before a Welsh Nationals, so you, you would that, be, yeah. like you know weeks and weeks and weeks of it yeah i used to go skateboarding a bit down the hill and just carve and just learn get, you're basically just keeping the relevant muscle ma- muscle groups alive and, and responsive and by the time you get to the contest then if you can just sort of wake them up and get them alive again you, you're good to go because the body but knows the plan
0: i remember you know doing circuit training in the local gym yeah, you know in the, or in the what do you call it you know the gymnasium <laughs> And being paired up with you, and you know, smashing medicine balls on each other's stomachs, and you know, like really, you know, really being pushed to like the edge of what I could possibly do, you know, in like gym based training. Physically, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing a bleep test with you, and like you oh, know, God, it, it, they are horrible. And, and bleep tests. you, <laughs> were very, very determined. You were very, very, very fit. Like yeah, you'd have gone and played. You like, could, could. You run all day. Play, play five a side yeah uh, not five a side was a uh, touch rugby yeah up Raspberry in the car park with some ex ex rugby pros have come along yeah and yeah. you
1: know you keep pace with them so where's that fitness come from my sister summed it up best she said gregory you're like a horse. You're either running or you're sleeping.
0: <laughs> Thank God you clarified
1: that for us.
0: <laughs> Thanks for that one, yeah. Justine.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. Hey, and I said, i talking about these right now. No, no, <laughs> hang on, I hope you're going to say what I
2: think you're going <laughs> to say now. And not forget, you know, the, the one big thing about a Greg Owen
0: and a contest. What, the mad dances before going in the water? Well, I wouldn't. I do yeah, not. Well, it out. this is the thing, <laughs> right? Before going surfing, you were you were also famous, right? For, yeah. uh, um I can see that. Warm up to you, r- you haven't yet told, told us how to land that re-entry, so we will we'll get come that back, back to that in yeah. a minute. Right? But you'd stand on land. I've seen you doing it at the point. Stood be, stood behind that little white tower on the point, mm. right before you're going in. Yeah. And you're doing simulation to us. Simulation. to us. The first time we all saw that, and for years it was known as like. This little mad dance before going surfing. Look at him; he's wacky, he's mental. Look what's he doing right now. uh, The last episode of this show before yourself, uh, well, our featured guest was Brad Gerlach, Mm. and Brad has now basically pioneered a program which, like, world-beating surfers are looking to sign up to, right? Mm. And it is all of that, and and Chris Fowler. Um, formerly of Lantwet and now of the Gower, we had him on there That's talking, tough. he's been using Gerlach's program, Gerlach's programme, and, uh, and, and he, it pains me to admit this, but the phrase that was used to describe you was, way ahead of his time, because you were doing all that stuff, and we all thought you were nuts, but actually now what do we know? Uh, you know, Brad Gurlach is now spending hours talking to Kelly Slater on Inferior Podcast to hours. I must add <laughs> uh, about uh, about it. So, what's your thoughts on that now? No longer the Mad
1: Dance. It's was re- never the Mad it Dance. It is relevant. If you, when I, look, whatever I surf like. Right, Where did you get the idea for it from? It's just, it's, it's obvious. You got a when you were right, <laughs> When you. It can't <laughs> be, you would
2: know only tell you what. If <laughs> you witness some of the things I've seen in doing <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, fair, I mean, you know. To what, be safe. So, so go on. What, 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 what's, <laughs>
1: right, when you surf. When you surf, if you go surfing for an hour, say, right? Yeah. You're going to get what? 10, 20 waves, right? A wave is like what? 10 seconds long? If you put all that time together, how long are you on your feet for? three minutes four minutes in total that's, no, not a, long, not
2: long. that's a good yeah. surf
1: session right so when are you when are you going to get ready for it all when are you, how, how do you think you how do you think you're going to give how do you think you're giving your body enough time to prep and your yeah. muscles to wake up you're just not really so yeah. if you drill on the beach first look whatever i surf like whether it's good bad, or whatever you think of it right I can surf consistently every single time. I can surf to my own ability every time. I don't really have that many shockers. I can just go in yeah. and be like Greg Owen, right? Yeah. Because I kind of wake my body up and wake the relevant muscles up with these drills I do, which do you all look like crazy dancers, right? <laughs> but it's... it's a, I did used to... I've, I've been doing it for years. I, it, was, it came natural to me, right? But then also then, I must add, in the Azores... Uh, the French the French team were doing it, right? And like an Herbie said to me, Have a have a word with their coach, right? And he came over and he showed me all the drills he was doing with the French team before they were going in the water. And I thought, Brilliant, I've been doing it all for years. It's very similar yeah. to what I've been doing. They had honed it a bit more, and I yeah. did learn a lot that day, right? Yeah. But they got their French team doing it, and look where they are now. They've just come, what were they, first or second in yeah. the World Games? It was yeah, them in Japan it was, yeah, wasn't it, right?
2: They were the world champs, yeah.
1: And no, the French team, they didn't come up with it either. They got it from Australia before them. So it's stuff that's been around for a while, right?
2: Mm.
1: But um, I think it was the enthusiasm in which you were doing <laughs> yeah. it, which was so unique. <laughs> I,
2: I don't think any of us questions perhaps the logic, although yeah. none of us adopted it. Oh, I why questioned the logic. <laughs> It, it, it was like sit back
0: and enjoy the show <laughs> but, what do, but what do i know I said, what, what me, did i, I know Facebook and stuff. you know now brad gerlach now telling us how to do that so uh, yeah well fair play to you greg <laughs> now rivalries Mm. one of your key there. rivals is sitting in this room here right mm. and some of these rivalries have gotten rather heated in Many it, a tussle. and I am I, uh, I I, I, got good stats on Welsh surfing I'm well known for dig, digging deep into my into my statometer mm. or, or stat manual or whatever it is my statmanac and uh, I've got one on you I think you are officially Wales's most unlucky person when it comes to quivers of surfboards being run over <laughs> by people in cars and we got one rifle here, not one. <laughs> Couldn't beat you in the water, so you had to run your quiver over. <laughs> <laughs> ah. you, you
1: make your own luck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hang on, that wasn't that no, it wasn't to take him out of the event. <laughs> that was just pure mis a, a miscalculation of <laughs> oh, yeah. In the British and Croyd. We we just come back it was France two thousand and one Euros, just come back from Hossegore and the British was at Croyd, but it was windy, too massive, went round to Puttsborough. Greg and I had travelled down together, Mm. and it was so, you know when it's that windy, you you can't leave your boards hanging around, you stick them under the vehicle so they don't blow off. And we were parked up for the day, Um, but it was raining, and Greg had gone off to go and check on something, and I was like, oh, it's a bit cold, and then somebody sort of waved to me, and I thought, Oh, I'm not going to get out of the cars. It was raining. (laughs) Or whatever thought process went through my mind at that point. But it was the amusing, the most amusing side from this, and you can pick (laughs) it up after this bit, was that as I turned the engine and started to move forward and accelerate forward, in the corner of my arm, I'd just seen this figure waving his arms furiously. And I thought, well, it's a bit early for a heat (laughs) warm-up. He's doing one of his mad dances. Here he goes. (laughs) Yeah, and then you pick up what you saw from there, Greg. I, the, the
1: the defining moment for me was, I remember looking at the boards and they were all, I, I thought, oh dear. Oh yeah, because it wasn't one, went, it was it's like the full quiver, wasn't the same looking good. And I remember <laughs> thinking, right, what about the one board that I need for this contest? I thought, right, I only need the one really, so don't worry about it. <laughs> and I thought, right. And I looked at it, and it was like kind of like, it's it got... It, the, the 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 belly of the stick right was down in the sand and the and the deck was up right so the rocker was up and I was thinking to myself right he might have driven over that now well, any luck the fins will have just gone horizontally down into the the grass right and I'll be able to flip just just pick the board up slowly now and the fins will all be in one place no problem <laughs> right <laughs> right when I went over I, I turned the board over. And as you can rightly imagine, all the fins were flat at the side of the board at the gone And I remember thinking, ah-ah.
2: Uh-uh. You, dr- you picked the board up though, you held it by the nose in front of you, so it was the same height as you. And as you looked, the last fin sort of plopped onto the floor. <laughs> and then you drop-kicked the board. <laughs> 20 foot. Yeah. Bearing in mind it was howling with wind as well. And I was like, oh. I'm sat in the passenger seat, I'm in the driver's seat, sorry, just like, oh my god. and. I've never felt so bad in all my life. And
1: how did you go in the comp? No, the writing was on the wall after that. Yeah, I had a go on a borrowed board, I had a go, but... It was one of mine, probably. It was a hard eat, yeah. anyway. It was in with John Bajorski, he was good then. Oh, yeah. Stokesy, Yo, and right. um, Stevie Winter. He was a tough eat anyway, yeah. you know? and um, no it did out of go but no it would, yeah. I needed a bit more to get through that like my own board like thank you Mark yeah <laughs>
0: and, and I can confirm right that your quiver was run over in San services mm, as well yeah uh, and, and apparently there was rumours that there was a few a few bills for changing arms between Mark Vaughan and the driver like yeah, well. <laughs> uh, I, I was on that trip but there was nothing to do with me this one
1: <laughs> yeah that didn't end that well either really I mean I remember getting to Spain and, trying, and getting this train or something to the local town to try and get it fixed. back and forth a few times, or oh, the yeah. boards were never really the same since, and uh, the results. Oh, you, you lose it. your board, oh, it, 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 it just, just won. it's just one that's going to mess with your head. Yeah, alone. Just recall the enthusiasm. Drifting away, confidence
0: goes. Oh, yeah. kinda slipping.
1: He was slipping from that moment on. Yeah.
0: Yes. Now. Let's talk about something you are enthusiastic about, travel. Mm. Now, that has always been a big thing for you, right? And you used to do, the travel you used to do, right, I remember well. You'd you'd work all the hours God sent in the run up to Christmas. Mm. You'd often employ myself, my brother, Matt Gould, a couple of others. Mm. £1.60 an hour, I think it was sometimes. <laughs> oh, hang on, 175. No, Matt Gould was on two quid because he was 18. <laughs> <laughs> And it's uh, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was a long time ago. Gloom Um and uh, and then you know you you sort of get all your money in. You'd sell all your suits. You know you get it all done. Um, you'd have a you'd have a good few nights out. You'd pretty much stop surfing over Christmas and the New Year, and then you'd sort of yeah. just go along to Heathrow, pasty and white. Yep. And then you'd come back four months later, fighting fit, and lean and tanned. Yeah. And uh, you'd go to these places and you'd go there for months. And for for me being like, you know, I I don't know how much younger than you I am, but it was enough that, you know, we were still in school and we'd see you disappear. We'd be there in January in our school uniforms, enjoying getting an extra wave in the S because you were missing. (laughs) Lonely travel, long travel. Uh, and, it, and it inspired me and my peer group to do the same, you know, and, and we literally copied your trips. We went to Sri Lanka mm. for three months one mm. year, I went to Durban for three months the year after. Mm. Um, you know, I remember, all, you know, traveling with just a pen and paper you know, of notes that I'd made from asking you where where to go to, which, which, which train stop to get off at. So trailblazing really, um, and then this famous ritual of the can of beer in the shower to, at the end of the day to toast the day's surfing. Well, wouldn't you? Just just, just tell us about some of those trips
1: you did there. we got Reunion Island, Fiji. It started off when I was about 15. I jumped in a van with my mate in a V-dub combi split screen. and We went down to France, Spain and Portugal with my mate and another guy called Mark Powell, a lovely bloke. Rest in peace. Rest in, God, rest in peace, right? We had a whale of a trip, right? Um and then after that, then for the for the next like twelve winters, from the age of about 7, 16, 17 to about thirty, I'd go away for three months every winter. Every January the fifth It was normally the date. The silver bird would come down from the sky. I'd jump in, and off we'd go, <laughs> right? And I I, mean, I was so excited. I was so into it. I wasn't lonely. It was just my destiny. You would go in. I did just to try and persuade my friends to come, and we'd s- sort of get some saying, yeah, yeah, but. In in the end, you 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 were going on your own, or you would not go in. So I would go yeah. and It was you used to say to me, your friends are already out there. That's
0: right. They're all saying, "Come on, Tonga." I remember you saying That's that. That's right. Thing. I always used to think your friends are already there. Because I remember telling you once, I was saving up to go away somewhere. With go the, there with, and meet I, w- them. I won't say the fella's name. It's somebody else. I said, I, and I remember you just said, "Hang on, he's not going with you." Yeah. And I said what you said. He's not, he's not going to save the money. He's not going to go. You need to go on that trip on your own. Your friends are already out there. Mm. And I remember thinking, okay, you were right. The guy went and bought himself a surfboard on his first payday or whatever, and Al yeah. Merrick, and, and you know, he didn't come, and I did have to go on my own. So, you know, a lot of commitment. It, it's, I, listen to this stuff, grommets. I'm saying, you know, it's <laughs> really important. Logan, Pat, listen to this. Uh, I guess
2: I am so my first trips. Well, as a youngster, I went on my own, you know, 16, 17, to the Canary Islands and just literally kind of gone on that plane. And man, mm. it was such an experience. Mm. And uh, uh, I think once you've done what just you only have to do one of those right. and, and it gives you that confidence then to do to do anything. I didn't do no any the travelling oh, in the younger you. years as you did.
1: When you're that age, you're bulletproof, really, aren't you? You can open any sort of door, with a shut or open, and you just sort of stand there and smile until they, get, they see it you your way. But <laughs> uh, uh,
2: you, you've led me on nicely there because that unique personality and smile that you possess and that way in which you have a way of, even in, the, in a hostile environment, and I'm going to mention the name Hawaii and Pipeline because I, you told me the story of when you first got there. And I was like, how did, how did you get on the Pipeline when the line that wasn't aggressive? And your, your response was...
1: Oh, yeah, no problem at all. Like, you know, we... I there's a way to do it, isn't there? There's a way you get, the, you find the guy who's having a great surf, and uh, you start talking to him. He's the guy to talk to, not the guy who's having a shock, because he's going to be in a bad mood, so don't mix with him. Basically, when you enter that lineup, you've got about fifteen minutes to start start talking to someone, or you're just going to be the outsider, and that just can go from bad to worse, right? So when you ident- my trick was to identify the guy who was flying. And then say, wow, you you know, what a wave! give him a hoot. Obviously, let him have whatever wave you do Just stay out of the way, right, until he's had loads. And then you just say, well, look, what sort of board are you riding? And then at that point, he's off, he's, he's treading water next to you, he's flipped the board over, he's showing you the dims. And you, you, you all the other locals are out the back, looking back at you having a relationship him with him, yeah. their mate. And once you broke on the ice with the one, yeah. you're in the door then. It's, it's, a, it's a charm offensive, but you're the
2: worst you used to be. he said, I think you went up to the, I forget You can you remember which heavy pipe local you paddled up to?
1: Davy Miller. <laughs> Davey, boy Miller.
0: Right so go on, what happened here then? So you paddled up to Davey Miller and asked him his dims. he started
1: you? talking to him, yeah. And it, I remember then he was, I was, He's just, I was at the back with him then, and we were sort of like in well in my mind, we, 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 he was in. What p-
0: kind of pipe is this? Solid pipe.:
1: Yeah, scary. 10 foot.. Okay. I'm flipping, I' flipping, I'll tell you how I ended up out there. I, 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 I let this car off this, off the Brazilian guy, and he said, "Look, you've got to all it back by 12 o'clock, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was about 11 o'clock. Right. <laughs> so I got a I bit got I was on the beach here about. Obviously, fully insured. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like definitely yeah, Of course like. And, then, and I think, right, it's quarter past 11, I've got to be back at midday, right? So if I just go out there now, by the time I get my suit on and my board, I'll go out there now and and get maybe a wave or two. And then either way, if you get killed, you're still, um, still you're back in that car and you can either back at midday, so you don't go long. So just go in there and if you get killed, you get killed. Well, you're not going to get killed. You're going to be back at 12 o'clock. You're going to be handing the keys back over to the Brazilian guy, right? So I went in. Ten foot. Scared. <laughs> <laughs> Petrified. <laughs> Petrified. <laughs> <laughs> you go, oh, my God. And I had, I had two or three waves, right? And I thought, right, brilliant. Took the car back to the guy, give him the keys. And I just went into the, this Mark Frude guest house I was staying at sitting down watching telly, watching, watching cartoons on telly, right? <laughs> Thinking I was the king of New York and i conquered Hawaii, right? And I thought, well hang on now, Greg, if you were like, if I was like four foot there, or five foot, you'd be up there for the afternoon, surfing and yeah. through. So I thought, well, why are you sitting here watching cartoons? Get back up there. So that was it then, I got on the bike and went back up there and had another blast of it then for about another two or three hours. Happy about that. <laughs>
2: But
1: didn't oh, you say? Really, you know, yeah. yeah, didn't you like battle up to him and say, Hello, I'm Oh, it would have been, it, you know it would have gone like that. It would have been something like, I am what <laughs> are you doing, mate? By the way, you? I'm Greg. <laughs> you know it. You know <laughs> it. You just know it. it would have been like that. Yeah. Oh. So they they they're they, still like the mainland Americans over there, aren't they? And they think, "Are oh, we just one of them?" And when you, if you come over, some like crazy European, they're like, oh. "You explained where you're from." <laughs> Slightly different. Oh, Something from Wales. <laughs> yeah. when, yeah, I don't know how much merit I would have had out there, but uh, I, 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 it would have come around Reunion to that my...
0: Island. I want to ask you about. Like I don't know. I, mm. I don't. Um, other than my brother, actually, I don't know anyone else who's surfed Reunion Island
1: from Wales. Ben Ruddle went out there as well, didn't he? Yeah, okay. Right, we were surfing lo Um fortunately, the before I went there, that a French team with some reunion surfers had come to Pembroke and they were warming up we me and Herbie were warming them up down in Fresh. They went on then to to surf against Africa or not. Yeah, it was a Euro Africa exchange, right? Anyway, yes. we were we were warming him up in Pembroke. There was one guy in it the, the team. A, a big double ard black gentleman, right? On he befriended me, right? Know. Anyway, when I went to reunion he was in the water. So it right. was like, right, there's my there's my entry contact right yeah. there. So I was talking to him face. then, and I was in then, right? <laughs> Adrian Rapp, was that his name? Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't. Anyway, go on. I was in, so when I served, I, I would look for him in the water, and then go in with him in Son Loo, right? It was the, it's obviously, it's a, it's one of the best lefts in the world. Um, and it, it wasn't Im- immensely sharky back then. Now, I think, think things have changed, and mm-hmm. they've somehow tampered with nature. And it's, I think they the bull shark is 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 too there's too many bulls in now hanging yeah. around like do- like dogs of the sea and they? they they hang it's out and, hang out in packs, but when I went there, it was on, and we went there for three weeks and had the big time, and before that I was in Tamarind Bay in Mauritius, mm. that was wonderful, and then after that it uh, was out there and we went. And, you did go to Fiji on that same trip. Yes, didn't you? that's right. That's right. That was. And you caught the boat
0: to Tavarua when uh, they just reduced the, the law to say that you could surf Yes, cloud break that's if you, right. If you'd come in on a boat from another island, wasn't it? Yeah, wangled yeah, my I way in. That, yeah.
1: I wangled my way into surfing Cloud Break on a Sunday. I can tell you what happened. This is wild, right? We'd been surfing a place called Wilkes Pass, right, which is like a sort of pretty good right hander. And we were going back to Seashell Cove, right, on the boat and the boat conked out halfway, right? God. I said to the guy, <laughs> I said to the guy, have you, got any, have you got a spare motor? No. Have you got any CBs? No. Have you got a life jacket? No. Have you got any beer? No. <laughs> and, I, and I knew we were in between. We were drifting towards cloud break. And I thought, oh my God, this ain't looking good. I said, what are we gonna do? And he said, oh, I'll swim. And I looked at him I thought, oh, come on. <laughs> um, uh, there was a guy, it was a Brazilian guy with me, uh, and I said, right, you and I, we're going to have to paddle to Tavarua, right? That's what, we, that's what we do now, right? no. raise the alarm, so we got <laughs> these bottles of water, stuffed it up underneath our rash vests, Paddle, paddled. And I remember there was this G- Japanese couple on the boat and they were like trying to they were like waving to anyone who, who could possibly see like like a full-on SOS distress signal like you know mm. and um, anyway we paddled to Tavroa right and we got to the shore and John Roseman was standing there no way yeah he said all right I said yeah sure so we've got a bit of an issue here now. The box conked over there and it's drifting, <laughs> towards, it's drifting towards the rocks. A cloud break. Can you help us out a bit? He said, yeah, come on in." He said, do you want some food or a drink? I said, yeah, that sounds good to me. For the, <laughs> yeah,
0: for, for the listener, John Roseman is the discoverer and owner of That's Havory, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: A, and absolute charger. charger. And yeah, okay.
0: John, uh, John Roseman and Scott Funk. Anyway,
1: go on. So we're at, I'm having, we got there. We're in the bar. He's He's got... He's, he's, I didn't end up having food, but I had a couple of drinks with him, all right. And he, the distress signal, we got another another boat come out from Seashell Cove to collect that one, or he could present one of his out or something like that. It was all made safe, right? And I ended up sitting in the bar with him, right? And I got it home a bit, and then sort of got the angle in then on how to get there and surf it the following Sunday. Because <laughs> at that time, you couldn't surf there unless...
0: Was do like a
1: fishing board, thing, Yeah, it. they had the rights for the island, and you couldn't surf there. It, it was awkward, but I managed to work, work out a way to do it there and then. And then, and then it happened. Then I went surfed it. It was six foot. There's the photos on the wall there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the inside section. Yeah. It was steaming, and there was this American guy called Randy on a boat. And I was out there on this inside section pulling in and he was going, Dude, you owe me so much money for these photos. Dude, I hope you've got a fat wallet. <laughs> 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 so you chanced to wangle those off him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I phoned him up when I got back home and he, I, I said, Right, what's the deal with these shots? Dude, they're, they're so good. I got them in front of my office right now. I'm looking at them right now. And he said, clear play, play to him. I sent him over about 100 quid and he sent me a box of slides. And um, yeah, they've stood the test of my time. There was better ones than Still that. Still got
0: them aside? But... Yeah, they
1: carved, put them in the magazine. Yeah. They were brilliant. So b- before
2: we move off topic in terms of you know, travel, and you I'm know, uh, gonna yeah. touch upon you know, some of the other things. In, in terms, of if you would summarize your greatest day of surfing in your, in your surfing lifetime so mm. far, outside of, of, of the UK. Where you know all those travels that most surfers can only dream of. I mean, Christ, there's Hawaii, mm. there's uh, Indonesia, Reunion, Indo- uh, Fiji, yeah. Australia. You know all these countries that you've been to. USA, South America, Africa. yeah, everywhere. <laughs> you've been everywhere. Where Where is that one day you go? Oh yeah, that day. That was that was the day.
1: It, it, right, the ones that, that instantly go to my mind now is I only love one. Oh, uh, I'm only love one.
2: You're not a mass person.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you very much for that glowing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I said, name the one, and you went, now, this I can think
0: of. <laughs> I've got two in <laughs> my mind. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll allow you two. There we go. The first, well, okay. The, 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 I was in Sunbawa when I was yeah, young. Yeah, I knew you'd go to That was the insane, days, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, Lakey Peak okay. was just mind-blowing. Yeah. And we stayed, we stayed there. Yeah, if you, for you went there when you were young, it was still. We were young. Yeah, it was and quiet. And
2: nobody knew too much about it. Not for the UK. Barrels Perisc- like Periscopes just up the road. We just
1: take off on, that, on the peak and just... Do a turn and then run like all hell, and you just about get to the barrel on the inside in time, and you were right back in it. You were like looking back, looking out, thinking, "Jesus Christ, I'm not so sure about this one." And just either holding holding your nerve or run, a little bit of a pump, and you'd come out, and I would just be—they would blow me away. They were the best tubes I've ever got in my life, right? They were definitely the best tubes I've ever got in my life. Then the other one that, that really was a hell of a day for surfing and just camaraderie. And the love of the sport was, I went with Gaj, Garth Llewellyn, on his yeah. 40th, right? to. Oh, to very recently trip. then. And, oh, yeah, like yeah. Two, three years ago. Cu- yeah, yeah, a yeah. couple of years, a year ago, with Spencer Hargraves yeah, and yeah, Greg yeah. Hill, and my mate was there. and yeah, I was invited on that one, I couldn't go. We had a hell of a time with my Australian friends we had there. And it was three Aussies, three English and three Welsh. My mate John Lawrence was with, with, with us as well. Mm. All right. This one day anyway, he was Gaj's 40th. <laughs> we, wouldn't it be, wouldn't have been quiet. <laughs> we, we woke up with macaroni, right? And it was three foot, four foot. It wasn't big, but it was perfect. And the, oh my god, it just felt like it, when we were surfing it. To me, it felt like it was going downhill. We're just going so fast. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Brilliant. <laughs> yeah It's a hell of a way. Surf the guts out of that.
2: Have you surfed it? Uh, yeah, I've, I've been very fortunate, and yeah, it was, we spent. Yeah, the, no, uh, man, I, I, I it's five,
1: horrible on
2: the not I spent five days there in '96 when it was one other boat mm. and <laughs> it was yeah. insane. Yeah, just, you know, four to six foot every day. oh nice. It's one of the, for anyone that hasn't surfed or seen yeah. it, it's one of the greatest fun performance in, in, in fact, world. Yeah, a, yeah. A Nick Von Rubens just posted a, 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 an amazing tube that he's got yeah. spat out of. At macaronis, which isn't renowned for so being the most no, heaviest no. of ways, but yeah. it's a great. In yeah. fact, it's, it's probably more chewy when it's smaller because it kind of fattens off yeah. a bit then. But yeah. uh, so, Greg, that's you know overseas stories and and but as you've you know you've got children yes and, and that becomes harder to travel mm. in terms of for long periods of time mm. and you're running a business and you've mm. got lots, lots of things going on. So, your trips start to come a little closer to home. It's and that's right. Fortunately for you know, our, our generation, that's coincided with a lot of ways coming to our attention within the UK and being discovered in, in, in somewhat, some of them, or just, as I say, falling by, on our
1: radar. Discovered uh, by us, that's yeah, right. Well. Yeah, or discovered <laughs> by
2: us. And in terms of being able to go beyond and out of Wales, from, you know, we've got some great ways here, but there are genuinely some borderline world-class ways around yeah. and i know we've gone up to the northeast together yes I mean, limits just over the road in terms of mm. a, a fantastic fun wave Broadie locally Thurso. it's my favorite um, beach Broadie. yeah in Wales. Is, is that is there any one of those spots that you think you know that that's you're always on your on your you know your shopping list to go off and go cool. and surf when when you're looking for some tubes and just uh reminisce of what that inside section was like a cloud break just to give you that, <laughs> that moment.
1: Yeah, and, and island as well. as Ireland of course, yeah. There was a time for about 10 years when I would just look at the chart and, and go on like mini hits, hit trips, mini hit mm. trips off the swell, off on the chart. I'd go away for three days and just see the swell through and come up. But um, like you say, I don't know how much I can say about the, the waves, and those waves I love them, and you mentioned them, but I don't know how much I can say about them because they're not really mine to give away. I, I, I like, mm. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's just in terms of, I guess, for,
2: you know, in terms of your your story and your time, and 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 the for people listening, mm. it's the journey of being a surfer. Yes, and for you. Being at the top end of competition. Yeah. And, the, and then, you know, that you was, also thrilled It was a transition. Six, yeah, a transition. That's what happened to but me. But it hasn't necessarily been a negative transition, no, which it is no, for so for. many sports people in terms of they step off yeah. the, from playing premiership, Good point. football, rugby. You have don't got to, have to do that. No, you've
1: got somewhere to go and you've got to find it, right? That back then, like you rightly pointed out, my transition from the competitive days was on to the mini hip trips, right? To mm-hmm. surfing some of the best waves I could get my hands on, right? Yeah. Now... I, I what I do now is that when the surf's pumping, I go surfing, I make an effort to, to get in there, right? And if it's small, I take the kids in. And if it's, you know, a bit crap, if it's not very good, I, I go to work, right? Hmm. But when I did used to travel wherever I'd go, even the England and Ireland trips and, or even West Wales, I'd always travel. There's a way to do it and there's a way to not do it. I'd try and arrive on my own or with a minimum amount of numbers for starters, yeah. And I'd give the locals everything I could, in possi- everything I could possibly give them. I'd give them- I'd stay right, uh, right out of the way what, until where they were getting their ways to start us. I wouldn't go interfering. And when they've all fed, I'd have a few then. Mm-hmm. And I, my trip was then in the evenings, and we'd oh, yeah. buy them a few pounds. Like,
2: all <laughs> yeah. oh, well, this the book, It cost me a fortune to surf some places, not even that good.
1: <laughs> but I'd give them wax and I'd give them whatever they want to yeah. do a deal on a wetsuit, whatever. Just you know, just let me let me surf you. And most of the time, a lot of the surfers from abroad, from a, wherever they were, that what they don't want is p- blow ins coming in taking waves and not and going partying and having a bit of fun and not invite not involving yeah. them and not inviting them that's what yeah. that's what Americans and Australians were yeah. doing in Hawaii and the Hawaiians were like yeah. oh hang on what about us we want to play as well so yeah. it's not it's not hard you've you just got to be friendly it the right to them.
0: Way, surfers are often stoked to see someone else
1: for enjoying sure. it their way sure. it? Yeah. As, as long as you give them the, the respect that they deserve yeah. and that, when we were when we were getting brought, grown up there was a guy called chris chip who used to take us surfing On <laughs> each as you get in the car he'd tell you the rules like you yeah, know yeah. you
0: know you're, you're... yeah and and for chris chip listeners you want to tune into some of mark Schofield's stories about him they're, uh, <laughs> <absolute> <laughs> hey you once gave me some good advice about those trips because I remember, you know, sort of reaching that kind of stage myself a bit later than you, and uh, I went, I've already mentioned Linmouth, I went over to Linmouth, and it was the first time I'd gone there and it was really pumping, mm. and I was blown away, you know, and, and I remember coming back to you and saying like, oh my God, and and you said to me, hey, look, you know, that's the way to do it now, you know, this the, the, the strike mission thing, mm. and, and, you know, go there for two days, and serve when it's like that, and... You know, one of those ways is worth like 10 sessions of crap respite or whatever.
1: Mm. Well, that's it. It's going to fast track your progression, isn't it?
2: Yeah. It's, it's just that, but that feeling of, as you say, as, as your surfing progresses, you need something to really give you that kind of stoke and that feel yeah. of like yeah. almost satisfaction because you, you're constantly craving something slightly bigger and better. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and once you're on that gravy chain, and maybe re- reach a point where you're like, I actually, have a, I've plateaued, that's as yeah. far as yeah. I want to go. Well, that's but that's it. it but if, if you surf six foot every day, suddenly you're just like, well, actually, I need a bit more now, and, yeah. and, and, and so on and so forth. And, being in the UK, we don't get a lot of 6 foot yeah. days, especially in Wales. But those those trips can really, you know, yeah. scratch that itch.
1: Now, <laughs> yes, it can scratch that itch. You're right there in what you say. Now, well, on a like lot of these, like trips, the you put
0: it. there's downtime, right? And mm. uh, on some of this downtime, you have you have been the uh, the victim over the years of uh, <laughs> a couple of very good pranks. <laughs> and uh, one that the whole world thoroughly enjoyed was uh, the the series of phone calls that you received from uh, mm. Hugh no. <laughs> Reese Morris Reese Morris of the BBC Hiya <laughs> 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 hey Greg it's Reece here <laughs> and uh, this was of course Morny and Nathan Phillips sitting in their car yeah. phoning yeah. you and pretending to be Reese Morris from the BBC and they sort of lining you up to, to, to doing various bits of promo and
1: stuff mm. like that and the South African heavy one as well yeah, yeah, was, yeah before, with the Richie ones.
0: Sills that was a classic so what, you mm. got Sillsy to call him as well did you yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it,
2: basically it, it, again involved travel Nathan and I had gone down to an event for whatever reason I mean Greg wasn't at the event which was quite unusual. Yeah. Um and we were bored. We were waiting a bit no, we, we will. By
0: the way, we'll try. I think you've got we'll try and see if we can get you know, some rem- reminders of these up on our Instagram as we have the
2: run into oh, yeah, anyway, episode. Well, they're, they're on YouTube. As they're on YouTube, right. Okay. BBC piss take off <laughs> Welsh <laughs> surfer right, or right. something. Yeah. So uh,
1: I try and forget about it. There, there, was, <laughs> there was basically
2: a massive storm coming in. I rang up Greg and pretended to be a BBC reporter asking Greg if he could go and do some surfing for yeah, me. Yeah. And, and the then it, it, it goes on from but there.
0: But then the Silzy one then. So Silzy phoned him up as a South African. Yeah, man.
2: but the, the beauty of this was that we stayed with Richie again at the same contest a year later which Greg wasn't at unusually and um, it was a year to the day and I said said, do you remember what we did this time last year so we got Silci to ring Greg up pretending he was a South African heavy because you were working Or you'd been surfing at the S, uh, not the S, down the down the road, uh, the left hander off the breakwater. That's right. Uh, with um got yeah. uh, who's yeah. Yeah. South African. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, he, um... he was he was giving it the he was it the big heavy. Borrow right? <laughs> we he wanted so Ingemar's, Ingemar's number, right? Ah. no, I had Ingemar's number, but I wasn't going to give it to him. <laughs> right? and in the end, in the end, I didn't know it was. I, I didn't know it was silly did I? He just sounded like some big Su- South African heavy on the phone. Yeah, we
2: well, made right. out that Greg or oh, Ingemar oh, owed a load of money and That's that Greg was the it was all, connection point to being able yeah. to find Ingemar.
1: It was all a load of, 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 of horse manure, right? And, <laughs> and, and adulterated, right? <laughs> However, <laughs> it, was a, it, it was what I was led to believe at the time. But I do recall, in my defence, he uh, kind of... I got I got annoyed and I, I do record saying, look, who are you to be phoning up to me, giving me the big heavy? Why don't you come down here and we'll talk in my yard? <laughs> <laughs> and he never got Ingram's number off me, even yeah. though I was looking at him on my phone.
2: Uh, that's one, one thing I would say, Grego in is no snitch. I mean, Silzy gave him the best, like, scare tactics, but uh, you you didn't buckle. Fair <laughs> play, uh, Vawney
0: wanted to continue that tradition tonight, Greg. And uh, earlier on, Vaughn tried to pull a little prank on you uh, by pretending that he was going to be absent. Uh, and uh, that had a pretty good outcome. So uh, producer Dodd is now going to put these uh, headphones <laughs> Sorry, on Vaughn's ear. And uh, Vaughn can have a little listen <laughs> oh, to uh, in real time to how Greg <laughs> reacted to that. Greg, man, Vaughn's just texted me. He says he can't make it. He
1: said he was coming. I know, I've been trying really hard to make him come. Right. I think he's coming still. I can sense, I can feel he's coming, no, he I, is coming. He says here, he says
0: here, really sorry, give my apologies to Owen, would have loved to have seen him, but I can't make it.
1: No, we don't need him anyway, he's a big nose blowing. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> all right, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well. We can take care of this on our own. All Let's right.
0: do it. Let's do it. We didn't need him anyway. Let's go. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> I could feel the, the
2: pain in your voice. <laughs> I'm quite stoked because you were genuinely gutted, I wasn't here. I think, I probably, I mean, you know, I've, I've played I've run over your boards. <laughs> well, these three of them. <laughs> so, you know, I've the, the prank Don't calls. And I've, I've also... Done a lot of impressions of you over the years and mm. run you up pretending mm. to be you. Um, <laughs> oh so, yeah, Greg is Greg.
0: You've had <laughs> a lot of time on your hands.
2: I should really publicly, I should really publicly apologise, <gasps> but I think I, don't, I don't, don't think I can do that just yet
0: because I think he was, it would spoil it. <laughs> he was uh, he was primed for that one anyway. So uh, <laughs> well, I think what I'll do is perhaps I'll compliment. you. I was instead. primed for it. Yeah, well, maybe
2: maybe it's too maybe I'm too obvious now with my gags, but. I'm sat in your your lounge here and, and and what's quite apparent is that I'm looking in front of me and I can see some you know some pics and stuff that mm. are obviously dear to you and uh, moments of, of great achievement and uh, there's one in front of me that is um a carve cover. Mm. Um you know the quicksilver logo, JP surfboard, no limit wear suits. It's all there. You know, that must be a fantastic achievement to be on on the cover of a, you know the Britain's greatest surfing magazine
1: oh, I was well proud about that right? yeah back in our sponsor's day sponsors dream as well back in our day that was king to do that wasn't it you know then he had about every. I don't know was it <laughs> Do you, you end up on one? No.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm not on the cover. Right? Awfully shouted. Awfully, awfully sorry to hear that Well, arc. there we go.
2: One up on me. <laughs> what was it? I thought you had
1: two covers. Oh, they should. I'll have a winner, Steve England. I'll get you on the cover next month. <laughs> mm.
2: But I mean, you know, when you look at all this like around you, do you still feel a relevant part of Welsh surfing? When I mean relevant, <clears> that doesn't mean you, you're, I'm going to be Welsh Open tonight no. winner this year. But your influence, I mean, certainly your business, mm. the business, your experience. Mm. Because for a lot of sports people, and again, we touch on this because you are a sportsman mm. and you've great achievements. Mm. There is a sense as you start to get older that you're, you're drifting away from things. Do you feel that at all, or are you, are you more
1: than happy in your place? <sighs> it's oh, a bit deeper no. I felt <laughs> that run through me then, right? I'll tell you one thing now. Me and Surfing are quits, right? I don't owe it nothing and it owes me nothing. We're quits. We've had a fun time together and I'm going to, it's a trend that's set to continue. I love the sport. I deeply care for what I do and I love, I deeply care for the sport and deeply care for all those involved who I surf with and who I don't surf with, right? But we're quits. Now, my, like you rightly, rightly spoke of, I've, evolved with my surfing from competitive to those mini hit trips. Now I'm on with the children, Mark. I'm mm-hmm. on with a coaching role. I'm giving back and helping develop the, the youth of the, my, my little son surfs. with a couple of his friends, Kobe, John over there, and um, Reese. his other little son, his other little friend he's in school with. And the more the merrier. And I'll just help and guide and help them get the the dynamics, right, of their surfing and put the grounding in so they got basically the the tools to go forward. We've been up to the wave doing it with my son a lot. He's 12 now, Luca Ross Owens is his name. He's a fantastic little natural foot. Um, so, yes, my surfing's relevant, and I do have trips away. And when it's pumping, I'm out there as well. I'm not... Not the surfer I was, but I still have moments when I think, right, this is going well.
2: <laughs> but, um, do you, I mean, from what I've seen of you in those, you know, proper solid tubing ways, is that you still remain, you, you haven't lost it at all. You're an absolute, you know, world class tube rider and surfer. The bigger and better the ways, the bigger and better you, mm. you surf so oh, uh, thank you mate um, yeah. and that's about as much compliments as I can give you for mate. one evening
1: well, say, well, say, <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> you <laughs> used to talk
0: about surfing as your religion as well
1: surfing is my religion I'm, I'm very closely related to nature right nature is my law nature is my religion right now for me surfing is my religion if you, when I go surfing it's a bit like going to church I'd imagine mm. for, for a religious man right and when I go in there, I, I do feel refreshed. I feel great coming out, right? And so if I'm in there and you see me out there, it's obviously a Sunday, you know? <laughs> There's
2: like a lot think, of Sundays in your
1: week. And, and there <laughs> <laughs> certainly was. Uh, yeah. But a, a lot of surfers are exactly the same. They just didn't word it that way. Huh.
2: Yeah, There's it's, it's definitely a sense of, you know... A, a, there's a little sense of emotion in you there Greg and, oh for sure uh, Look,
1: it's, it's, surfing's hard grained into my premium it runs through my cells it's to do with my me, myself my family my children my work all my friends and mm. I, I've got other friends who don't surf but yeah. it's so linked to my soul that, that it's that's it's it's, it's it's that's about, it's, that's who you are. That's about course, as blatant
0: it, as as they can put it. It still is through business as well, isn't it? Because no limit wetsuits are still you know banging out. You know I think you've done as many wetsuits this year as you've ever done. Yeah. But you've also been doing some other interesting things. You've been making these these um, sort of tracking devices for the so right. You've met some of the Welsh rugby players, haven't you? Yeah. Haven't
1: you? Yeah. We. I. Um, I did the GPS. Well, but basically, what the Welsh well my work with it, my relationship with the Welsh Rugby Union, is this right? I put these GPS pockets, like which is like a like a like a cigarette packet size device, right? And they they they've got these GPS little plastic things, and they want to attach them to the to the rugby players uh, in between the shoulder blades at the back, right? Yeah. So they can work out how fast they're running. How far they have run? Yeah. Are they tired? If so, get them off. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it was, I was employed to to create the housing system for, it. for this, um, like the, the, this GPS device, right? So and I, so I, I I I encase it in a seven mil neoprene pocket for padding. Yeah, for padding yeah. and protection. So that yeah. when they get hit, a the 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 the, the, the player doesn't get injured, hmm. and B. All the information from the GPS. Don't get a smack splattered in smithereens. Met some of the team, are oh, cool. Yes. You know I, 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 I took my children up there and um, I met them all, right? They all come in Sanjay and Alan Wynne Jones and, and, and Justin Tipperick and Dan Bigger, just to mention a few Foxy, John Davis. Mm. Um Shane Williams, you met him? I, I did oh god I like I met Shane Williams, did a wonderful deal with Shane and Ryan Jones, Captain Cymru yeah. and that was outstanding. But it stemmed from the GPS work with the team. Um then I ended up doing suits for the, some of the some of the boys, yeah. which is it was a great, great pleasure for me. My 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 second cousin Tom Friday came down the other day. He had a nice suit did a nice suit for Tom. Yeah,
0: I saw that.
1: But I like it. I get my son up there to meet them as well, so he can be in the presence of greatness. So he yeah. can wear off on him a bit as well. So that's lovely. Mm. Um,
2: Do you know what Greg? What's interesting is that from a, a business side of view, that uh, sorry, business point of view, that there's so few people that actually make something in this country the way in called. this day and age. Correct. You know, and you've evolved your business from yeah. not just being a wetsuit manufacturer and making mm. some like, but you, you know, you're working with. An international team, not just an ordinary yeah. international team. You know, Welsh the best. rugby internationals mm. who are considered, you know, one North of South the best South teams, teams yeah. in, in the world. Okay. Yeah. They've yet to win a world title, but it happened. That's, that's an incredible achievement for a small business out oh, of, of, of Porthcawl. I
1: did it for the Lions as well, right? Really? Uh, I didn't know that. Eight years ago. Wow. Mm. I was employed by Adidas to do the the GPS system, and was I was actually put in the the, the neoprene pocket mm. into the Lions rugby shirts right hmm. Hmm. so um they sent me down so, like there was 1800 shirts <laughs> right. oh wow i was putting them in the container in the night i was so nervous because what are they each like 100 quid each whatever back then i don't know <laughs> Couple
2: of quid then. i oh, was wow. it was
1: great six weeks me and ezra haines did it together we worked really well yeah. he was fantastic and uh, but I remember in the middle of the night with all those shirts in the container. Mm. I just recall a few nights just driving down there to make sure they were all right. You know, you've been sleeping in the you container. No. The circus come to town for the week, and I was really, oh, really, God. really nervous then. <laughs> all right, I was. I you, were, yeah. <laughs> now,
0: you mentioned Ezra Haynes. There. He's a skilled fellow with his hands as well, isn't he? Mm. And uh, he's got a he's got a skilled backhand, Um Partly down to some of that advice that that you were talking about earlier in the show. Now we're going to finish with what some people have considered to be your greatest skill Greg <laughs> it has been widely said in the surfing world that you tell the best crap jokes <laughs> ever
1: oh, thanks for that glowing
0: announcement. <laughs> we've normally finished our show throughout the pandemic with a surf trip nightmare where we try and remind ourselves why we don't all miss travel but everywhere's back on the green list again now at least at least for the next month or so, who oh. knows so we're going to we're gonna sort of hang the surf trip nightmares up instead, and we're gonna do we're gonna
1: do sort of surf joke nightmares <laughs> here now. Have you got one for us? Yeah, sure. I've got plenty. Oh just God, to, just to, I've got to think of one now, though. though. Make so, it clean. Yeah, no, it's got to be kept a little bit <laughs> right. clean, you know, for, yeah. yeah, for, for an entertainer. Oh, I know the one. I got a really I got a really playful one. Right, all my jokes are long, but they're never little. <laughs> so, something like.
0: with a bit of sea in it as well, you know. Right. Okay. Here we go. Okay, I have got That's it. a timer. Go.
1: <laughs> There's two. Little prawns swimming along in the South Pacific, in the gin-clear waters of the South Pacific. One's called Joel, one's called Christian. Now they're friends and they're having a fun time, Joel and Christian. They're two little prawns. But no, Joel is like, says to Christian, <laughs> Christian I'm bored of this mate. I'm scared of everyone. Every, we're like the lowest of the food chain. Everyone's coming around and frightening us. We're always hiding behind that rock. I'm gonna go up and have a word with the Mighty Cod and see what he can do about it. (laughs) Ah. So that's it then, Joel goes off to the Mighty Cod and speaks to the Mighty Cod and Mighty Cod says, right then, it's fine, it's fine Joel, I can help you, I can make you into a king prawn. Right? (laughs) And uh, Joel says, oh, that's fantastic, do it. And then he goes, uh, Mighty Cod goes bing with his magic wand and bingo. Joel is turned into a king prawn, right? Now, Joel goes back then as a king prawn to see Christian, who's only a little shrimp, it's a prawn, and he, and he goes, he's just like, uh, Christian, I'm here, I'm here, I'm, 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 God, God, my cod's made me bigger. Oh, Christian's hiding away from him. He doesn't, he doesn't know who he is, he's gone all big, and he's scared of him as well. And then Joe's like, oh my God, I've gone and blown it now. I've lost Christian, my friend, as well, and I'm still the lowest of the food chain anyway. I've really screwed this all up, right? So he thinks, I'll have to go back to the Mighty Cod and become a, a, a little prawn shrimp again, right, so I can go and play with Christian again. So with that, Joe goes back to the Mighty Cod and he says, explains his dilemma. <laughs> he says, look, I'm, <laughs> flipping, no one wants to be my friend and I'm still a lowest of the food chain and everyone's chasing me around. <laughs> and, and the worst thing is, Christian's, Christian's running away from me, right? <laughs> Please Cod, make me into like a, 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 prawn shrimp like Christian again, right? So, bing bingo, with a magic wand, there he is now, he's back where he was, right? So he goes back to, to see his friend, and he goes up to him and he says, I've seen Cod, and now I'm a prawn again, Christian! <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh. Oh dear! Oh I don't know if I'm going to have the uh, oh the if, if I got the abdominals uh, to get through this,
1: but I'm going to get
0: through it. Oh, oh my god! It's terrible. I didn't say it was Greg. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well,
1: but uh, if you try and imagine it, it yeah. Uh, well, I was. I, I was I, for, a, for a
2: minute then I was a pro, not a oh. <laughs> bore. No.
1: Again,
0: Chris, Uh Well, mate, I I
2: got to say from, me, from right? my point of view. I've absolutely loved doing this today and uh, (laughs) I'd love to do another two or three of these. It's been hilarious. I mean, yeah. uh, And after all this, uh, you know, Time where we haven't been able to see friends and family mm. and all that—it's mm.
1: it's great to catch up with you mm. after uh, nearly yeah. eighteen months or so. And uh, well said. Well, but the the, the feeling is uh, reciprocal.
2: Look forward to renewing our uh, competitive
0: acquaintances in a couple well, of weeks' time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I'll be looking forward to it. Also,
0: amazing experience, boys. Period. You. you know, when when we first mooted the idea of this podcast years ago, I mean this right? It, it was that we we had in mind. For a pilot, really getting you, Greg and uh, and Vaughanee together. We pretty much identified that as like our dream episode, and uh, and, uh, and it's, been, it's been every bit that. So uh, so on behalf of Crest in partnership with Elusive and all our listeners, Vaurian and a, a huge thanks to uh, to both
1: you fellas. I'd like to say thank you very much for having me today on the podcast, and uh, I'd like to thank my sponsors, No Limit Wetsuits and JP Surfboards, and. long time quicksilver and i'd like to say hi to my children who i i i adore them right and i do my very best in in my life to make sure i can do what i can for them Mm. and in every way possible my little daughter is uh her name is esme she's nine now that's me Owen, my boy Luca is 12, they're beautiful. I love them, I adore them so much. And, um, yeah, i Any I've
2: of wisdom for the grommets out there, Greg, you know, travel wise or something to finish off, something philosophical, <laughs> something to inspire the
1: next generation? You've just gotta love what you do and go for it really, haven't you? You've gotta go at it with a smile on your face and don't do your homework backstage on your own. You've gotta be able to self improve. And you've got to be able to listen to good advice of the right sort of people who can, who can guide you in the right direction. But really, you just, do, you just need the hoil. You're never going to do anything... Welsh we, we never do good in anything that we don't really like. If you love what you're doing, yeah. you, you're going to do well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, amen to Same. that. Sound. Hoil. Hoil, they call it in Wales. Hoil. And, and so we move on. Uh, remember... You can send us any thoughts via castcrest at gmail.com or by commenting or messaging us through either Instagram or Twitter. Crest can be caught up with via all the main podcast apps, Apple, Google, Spotify, and through YouTube. Subscribe if you like and do please leave a review too. In a fortnight, Rhino Thomas and I will be talking to Hawaiian big wave legend Buzzy Kerbox, a man who was one of the key pioneers as surfing's unridden realm was first tackled. Buzzy will be telling us about his incredible perspectives on some of the world's gnarliest waves and much more. Keep an eye out for it. In the meantime, hope you're getting some autumn swell. See you in the water, hopefully.
1: Guerachir na mór, goodbye, you At this <laughs> side, na mór, na mór,